Good morning. Am I on? Good morning. Okay, awesome. Awesome. If you need an outline, uh, raise your hand. We'll make sure you get one. If you have one already, that's awesome. Um, maybe uh, Katie could, pro- Katie Haber. Oh, here we go. How many uh, dads and kids went on the camping trip? Seven dads and 14 kids hiking two miles in and then two miles farther. And I heard there was an avalanche. That's probably why you haven't heard from them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no avalanche this time of year in this part of the world. Here, can you get this one to Kino right here? Uh, since it is Father's Day, I, I do want to begin with a, uh, a dad joke that I heard right before our prayer meeting. Did you hear about corduroy pillows? They're leaving incredible headlines. Uh, that, Josh, I'm going to blame that one on you. Making headlines. Okay, so it was all in the delivery. Um, it is good to have you all here this morning as we meet to worship the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to pray. Then we're going to open up and go to Proverbs chapter 1, verses 20 through 23. Uh, if you have a Bible, please open up there. If you have the Bible app on your phone, please open up because we simply walk the text of Scripture here at this church. Let's pray. Father, thank you that you are the ultimate Father. And as a good Father, you pity us, your children, so much so that you gave your Son for us that we might be brought into your family, Lord. I pray this message would would impact our hearts, Lord. Because even as believers, sometimes we can play the part of the simpleton, of the scoffer, of the fool, and bring storms upon ourselves that we need not experience if we would choose the fear of the Lord and to walk in the way of wisdom. And then, Father, no doubt there are people here who actually are full-bore simpletons, scoffers, or fools, biblically. I pray that they would hear the voice of Lady Wisdom and turn to Christ and be saved. Would you move in power, I ask, Father. I plead that you would move in our hearts. Lord, we don't want to just check the box. We want to worship you and hear from you. So we ask these things in Christ's name and for our good, but ultimately for your glory. Amen. This morning, I would like to introduce to you a beautiful and bold lady. This beautiful and bold lady I would like you to meet this morning. Her name is Wisdom. Lady Wisdom is her name. Now, obviously, I'm speaking about wisdom in a personified kind of way. Wisdom being the theme of the book of Proverbs. Personification is when you take a non-human entity and you describe it as a human in order to make a point. We use personification, this literary device, all the time. Sometimes you hear somebody say, when opportunity knocks. The idea is, when opportunity knocks, you better step into that opportunity. Do something about it. Or you might say, "Uh, that last piece of pie is calling my name. Point being, I'm hungry and I'm going to eat it. So Lady Wisdom is, 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 is the character that is presented right here in Proverbs chapter 1, the latter part, verses 20 through 33. She's beautiful, as I say, because she not only points to uh, tips for good life, she ultimately points to trust in Jesus Christ, who is, according to 1 Corinthians 1.30, the very wisdom of God. 
She's also bold because she ain't afraid to say what needs to be said. She speaks quite plainly and clearly, almost like a street preacher. And the reason she does so is because she knows the stakes are so high. I like what Roy, uh, Ray Ortland said in this excellent commentary on, on, this, on this book of Proverbs. He said, all of Proverbs rings with a kind of urgency, but our passage this morning, particularly so. So this morning, quite simply, I want to preach to you on a street preacher named Lady Wisdom. Five direct actions a street preacher named Lady Wisdom takes. Good to go? Y'all with me? First of all, just walking the text this morning, verses 20 through 21, what we're going to find is that Lady Wisdom speaks up. This woman is no wallflower. And I don't think you would characterize her as prim and proper, at least not according to verses 20 and 21. Because you see, Lady Wisdom cries aloud, verse 20, raises her voice, verse 20, verse 21, cries out, verse 21, speaks. She speaks up. And she does so where? In the street, in the markets at the head of noisy streets and at the entrance of the city. This woman speaks out and speaks up and she does so quite publicly. That is, by the way, why we take the gospel to the public. Why we were at Virginia Park Plaza yesterday, late afternoon, sharing the gospel. It was Lady Wisdom crying out in the streets. That's where she goes. Why does she go to the public? Why does she go to the public? Why does she go to the marketplaces and the streets and all that and the intersections? Because that's where people are. And she loves them. And we need to join her in the pursuit of lost people. So let me ask you this as we end point one. Who in your life, or let me, no, let me put it this way. In what ways is ladies, Lady Wisdom seeking to speak into your life? Do you have anybody in your life who is speaking up to you the truth of Scripture, the truth of gospel? And if you do, do you have ears to hear? Or are you the simpleton or the scoffer or the fool? We're going to get to in just a minute. Are you listening? Are you opening up the word so you can go to the source of lady wisdom? And then let me ask you this question for application. Who are you being lady wisdom to? Who are you speaking up and speaking truth to? Because we're all called to do that. Well, first of all, this beautiful, bold lady, what does she do? She speaks up. Second of all, verse 22, she speaks directly. It's interesting. She doesn't take time to tell a dad joke to lighten things up. She doesn't take time to try and build that audience rapport. She doesn't spend 27 months saying, I'm just going to love on that person and just be present, and then maybe one day I'll speak truth to them. Look at what she does, this, this lady. She not only speaks up, when she speaks up, she speaks quite directly. We have these two words in verse 22, how long? Now, if you were to do a study of that phrase all through Scripture, how long, you would find it is a frequent Old Testament and even New Testament refrain saying, hey, come on, start listening. What are you doing? What direction are you going? How long? And then she proceeds using that attention gathering phrase, communicating urgency to call out 
she actually calls out, she does speak directly, three kinds of people. A fool, a simpleton, and a scoffer. Now, this is really important to note because you can hear those words uh, from just a secular dictionary and think it's talking about one's mental aptitude has nothing to do with that. These words are not talking about one's intellectual capacity. It's not about mental aptitude. It's about one's moral attitude. The problem with people is not primarily mental or intellectual. It is spiritual and it is moral. That's what these words are talking about. So let's look at these words. She first of all says, how long, O simple ones? Or a simpleton, it could be translated. Now, on the surface level, these kinds of people seem really easygoing, very non-judgmental, just laid back. But in reality, they're uncommitted. They're wishy-washy. They'll buy anything. They're easily hoodwinked, and they go to this direction, to this direction, to this belief, to this belief. They're all over the place. They let others do the thinking for them, and here's the worst indictment against them. They are lazy, 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 lazy in their pursuit of truth. In other words, they'll be like, Somebody will say, hey, this is what the Bible says. Well, they say, well, somebody could take it another way. Instead of just diving out in and seeing what does it say for itself. Always have a counter argument. They never are willing to actually dig a stake into the ground and say, this is where I believe and this is where I stand. You will find more giddy up in a slug and more backbone in a jellyfish than you will a simpleton. And I will say in this era, in this season, simpletons have been flushed out of make-believe Christians as things have been revealed across the church at large. Lady wisdom doesn't mince words. She speaks to them directly and she says, oh, simple ones, how long are you gonna love being simple? Simple, 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 